Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples Podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emmanuel. Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. I'm joined today by Mr. Matthew Kranz. How are you doing today, Mr. Kranz? I'm good. How about you? Good. Hey, I heard you got a call recently. Sure did. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, fifth and sixth grade uh, in Eau Claire at Messiah Lutheran. So uh, starting that deliberation, any thoughts and prayers would be welcome. Feel free to reach out to anybody who's listening or has any thoughts to share. Yeah, I certainly encourage any listeners to reach out to Mr. Kranz. Uh, personally, I'm encouraging him to stay. I think his work here among us is very important and, and very needed right now, especially as we have that pastoral vacancy, too. So, uh, But if you'd like to encourage him to leave, you sure can do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our devotion today is going to be from Philippians chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, According to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with all boldness as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. And so remember, this is the Apostle Paul speaking here in this prison epistle from Philippians. And he's taught, he last time spoke about how he was in chains, how he was uh, being kept captive. And, you know, we were blessed by uh, this opportunity that the Holy Spirit took for Paul to write these letters, which have been preserved for us for 2,000 years. And so he says confidently, I know this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer. Um, and, you know, this deliverance uh, includes the fact that now we have this book, this encouragement, this joyful book of Philippians, which we are still able to read today and be edified and to grow through. Um, so I, might be my question for you, Mr. Kranz, would be, you know, Paul has this, this confidence that he will be delivered. You know, we find ourselves oftentimes in situations where we need to be delivered as well. Where did Paul find this confidence and how can we apply this confidence to our own lives as well? <clears throat> um, good question. <laughs> you, you wonder, you know, you try to take Paul's perspective or the Philippians' perspective 2,000 years later. You know, we don't know all the nuances and all the things and circumstances that were going on. Like, what was the Roman jail system like? Was he expected to be released? Was there hope there? Uh, what was it like to be in an early... I mean, we know now, mm-hmm. through 2,000 years of church teaching that all things, like Paul wrote, all things particular for our good to those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Did they know that <laughs> back right, then? Right. Uh, you know, what, so what was their courage and what was their encouragement from Paul? Uh, but, you know, Paul only had to look back at his own life and all the times that God had rescued him. Uh, we can do the same thing. Obviously, I don't think that you and I have ever been shipwrecked or nope. attacked or left for dead, but Paul sure was. He's still One alive. time... I had a buddy almost forgot to put the plug in the back of the boat, and so the, <laughs> the bilge was filling up. We almost sank, but it was a little different, I think. <laughs> it wasn't me, was it? <laughs> no, no. Uh, but yeah, but he knows that it will turn out for his deliverance. And it's, it's interesting, right? He says, through your prayer and the supply of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. or the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Uh, so, like, if they didn't pray, would he still be delivered? Yeah, the second part, the supply of the Spirit of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh just an encouragement to pray yeah. know, for the deliverance. And right. That your prayer means something. Right. right. God hears the prayer of the righteous. Right. You know, when you think about this, you know, Paul didn't send this in an email. He sent this in a letter, which had been hand-delivered over, you know, after miles of travel. And, 
you know, probably months later before this gets delivered, but he's still saying, hey, pray for me. And, you know, we can, we have live in an age of so much constant update. You know, we, we know what happens halfway across the world. You know, I could, you know, call my Uncle Bruce, who's the missionary, and get a prayer list today from what's going on over there. You know, but Paula was, you know, by the time these prayers got to him, the prayers might have been answered already, or, you know, uh, the prayers might have been needed something completely different, but still we're praying for one another. And I think that's a really important point. As Christians, God calls for us to lift up our holy hands everywhere, to, to reach out to him in prayer um, for our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, that he would supply the Holy Spirit. And again, verse 20 then, you know, said, in nothing I might be ashamed. You know, so he's saying, you know, pray for me that I might stand up for the truth, you know, with boldness. You know, that's my expectation for myself is that I will stand before, you know, eventually um, he, he went before Caesar. You know, he appealed to Caesar. You know, so way back in Acts 9 when Saul was stopped on the road to Damascus, um, God told Ananias, he's going to speak for me before the Jews and before kings and before the Gentiles. And this is, comes to, that prophecy came to fruition. Uh, he went before Caesar and, and God willing, he spoke uh, with his earnest, expect, earnest expectation of boldness that I will uh, proclaim Christ. And he said, that way Christ would be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. You know, so no matter what Caesar might decide, even if Caesar decides to throw me to the lions, you know, I want to give all glory and honor to Christ and not be ashamed of uh, the truth that I am here to proclaim. And it reminds me of that Romans passage, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and salvation. And this should be the, our prayer for each other, too, is, you know, Lord, give me boldness. Don't let me be ashamed to, you know, speak your name, to share the good news of Jesus, to talk to others about Christ. Um, you know, that should be our expectation for ourselves. That should be a, our hope for ourselves. And it should also be our prayer for one another that all of us can stand up with boldness and proclaim the name of Christ, whether doing it to our neighbor uh, neighbor on the street, whether we're doing it to our friends and family as we have opportunity, or whether we're witnessing before kings and Caesars and, you know, uh, whoever we have the chance to, let's proclaim Christ boldly to all uh, because uh, that's what God has set us in this world to do. One thing, you know, when you, you think about Paul, like, oh yeah, Paul, of course, he's bold and earnest and hopeful. Um, but Christ, you know, God talks about Faith and what it is, even a faith as small as a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. And even if you have a small faith, even if you don't feel like you are the same level, quote-unquote, Christian as Paul, you can still have earnest, earnest expectations. You can still have that hope. Even if it's the back of your head, you you know you know it, because the Spirit is the one who supplies that, uh, supplies your deliverance, supplies your boldness, and He's the one who magnifies you, no matter what you do in your life and death. Um <clears throat> as long as to his glory and yeah I, I guess that'd be an encouragement too like I don't always feel like a great Christian mm-hmm. like I could like I'm worthy or able to speak in front of Caesars or kings or presidents or whatever yeah. but it's not you you know it's yep. it's the spirit and that's what Paul you know that section that he just goes right out and mentions it that yeah that's how Christ will be magnified in your body mm-hmm. the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ yep yep and he's going to go on next week we'll talk more about this whole life or death or which is better and uh, you know, it's an encouragement no matter what happens in our lives uh, that God is with us and that he will bless us. Let's pray. Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you for the great gift of your Son, Jesus Christ. We pray that uh, you would allow your name to be glorified through our lives. Help us not to be ashamed as we proclaim the gospel message, but uh, give us an earnest expectation and hope that we may, in boldness, proclaim the good news of you who called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Bless us as we walk as children of the light, reflecting your great glory in our lives. We pray these things in your saving name. Amen. 
As far as weekly updates and reminders this week, we have a special weekend service coming up, another lay service. This weekend, Mr. William Rucker will be leading us through a Bible study. He'll be looking at the book of Jonah. Uh, and then Mr. Michael Wheaton will be doing the liturgical part of our service. And Mr. Bob Heller will be preaching the sermon. So we look forward to hearing God's word from a few different voices than we're used to, confident that the Holy Spirit will work through them and in the hearts of our people. A week from today uh, is our Ash Wednesday service beginning February 14th. This year we're going to be considering the theme, Who Was Seeking Our Savior's Death? And the first week, which will begin next week, we'll be considering all humanity, how really each of us, because of our sin, was seeking to put our Savior to death, was seeking for the punishment of sin. Uh, there has been a few issues uh, with the high school basketball league. I know we all really love and support the Emanuel Trojan Athletic Program, um, but our high school basketball program has had some games canceled. I would encourage you all uh, to make sure you look at the schedules uh, on our school website before you uh, would attend any games and pray that God would uh, help solve the issues with the basketball program uh, soon. As far as our prayer list for today, we continue to pray for John Hine, Marlene Hanel, Kate Zowers, and Jim Leon, all of whom are dealing with different cancer diagnoses. Uh, we pray on behalf of Ty Landon, who had surgery on his foot last week and has returned home. Uh, we also pray for Rebecca Bush, who had surgery on her knee last week and is recovering as well. Which brings us to our hymn of the day today, which is hymn 502. Saints of God, the dawn is brightening, token of our coming Lord. O'er the earth the field is whitening, louder rings the Master's word. Pray for reapers, pray for reapers in the harvest of the Lord. Now, O Lord, fulfill thy pleasure, breathe upon thy chosen band, and with Pentecostal measure send forth reapers o'er our land, faithful reapers, faithful reapers, gathering sheaves for thy right hand. Soon shall end the time of weeping, soon the reaping time will come, Heaven and earth together, keeping God's eternal harvest home. Saints and angels, saints and angels, shout the world's great harvest home. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Twin Steeples podcast. Once again, Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota. For more information about the ongoing activity here, we'd invite you to check out our website, emmanuelmankato.org. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may you always remember, Emmanuel, God is with you.